This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Trader, trade, trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today I've got another fantastic guest in, Tobias Batten of Signal Zero. Tobias, thank you so much for being on the show, mate. You want to tell the guys and girls all about what you do? Sure, thanks a lot, Craig, for having us on the show today. Uh, I'm the owner of a company named Signal Zero that's been in business since about 2014. And really the business has two sides to it. Uh, One side is a loyalty application where our community of users gets loyalty points for trying out new mobile games. And the other side is an esports platform where players compete against each other uh, and win points for for playing mobile games in in a tournament sort of environment. So I know it's going to be a hugely popular topic because a lot of people that are in crypto are also in gaming and a lot of people came into crypto through gaming and a lot of people that are in crypto are also very interested in tech and a lot of people that are interested in tech like the gaming. Now what I'm fascinated by is how you've come to where you are. Now I know you're a serial entrepreneur, I know you've done a lot in the past with different various companies. Do you want to tell us a bit about your background, where you've come to? Because I remember talking to you beforehand, you had some pretty cool stuff behind you already. So let's talk about that. First business uh, was founded in 2007 and it was called Liberated Films. And this was in the early days of video sharing uh, when YouTube was new and a lot of people were experimenting and trying different things. Our focus was on higher quality videos. Um, Our competition back then was a site called Atom Films. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but uh, we were eventually acquired by a company called Minimovie, uh, which is a media organization out of Russia. Um, The second company that I started was called Resistor, which was a social gaming platform. Uh, and the biggest game that we made was actually Clan Wars, which I think a lot of people remember. Yeah. It was a, a big social game on Facebook. Yep. Um, and that was eventually acquired by MindSpark Interactive, which at that time was a part of IAC. Um, after that, I worked in a few different uh, organizations. I did an incubator inside of IGN, which is a big media company yep. that focuses on game news. Uh, and I helped uh, two of my uh, entrepreneurial friends build a business called Live Matrix, which was uh, later acquired by Philmon. Then I started Signal Zero. Right, so yep. you've got a pretty good history of uh, success, pretty good history of gaming. I mean, the the Facebook, well, how many users did you have on that? Because I'm even, i not a big gamer, right? I, yeah. I, I'm not a big gamer, I'll be, I'll be straight with you. But I know that game. I wasn't yeah. even on Facebook then. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't use Facebook back then, and I still know what that game was. I mean, that was huge. It must yeah. have been a massive success Yeah, it was, it was big. Uh, I think we had somewhere between five and seven million active users a month at our peak. Jesus. Uh, on, on Facebook uh, for Clan Wars. Yeah, I can't remember exactly because no. it was years ago, but it was big, man. That, it was, it was up there in like the top seven or eight games. Jesus. Yeah. Now, what you're doing with uh, Signal Zero, yeah. your past experience with a new product or, or a new revolution, which is the blockchain. Yep. Tell me and the viewers why you're taking or why it's so important to be doing what you're doing on the blockchain. Because obviously you can just go and set up another company, build more games. You sure. know how to do that. You know, If you need funding, I'm sure you can get it very, very easy because you've got a proven track record. So why is it that you've decided to come onto the blockchain, take your gaming and experience in that environment and use the blockchain? Is it because you're trying to better things, make it safer, quicker? What, what's what's the spill? What, why do you do this? Yeah, I think the, the fountain of youth that I've sort of been chasing for the last four years uh, with Signal Zero is to help gamers 
get rewards and make money when they yeah. play video games. Um, two ways that we've done that already, I talked about briefly in the introduction. We have a loyalty application. The points that users earn when they try new games, they can trade for Amazon gift cards or over 100 different brands are signed up on our platform. Wow. Um, the other side is the tournaments. Uh, and the tournaments, uh, users pay in, and then it creates a pool of value, and the winners take more out of it. Uh, and again, they can trade in those points for you know, Amazon gift cards. But I think each side has a weakness, and each side has a strength. Uh, the weakness of, on the tournament side is the entry fee that the user has to pay. Okay. The weakness on the loyalty side is that all the uh, value is coming from an advertiser. So if the demand from the advertiser is down, then the users can kind of run out of things to do. Fine. So we've been thinking very hard over the years about how do we kind of combine the best of both worlds. Uh, and that brought us to our project Loot, uh, which if you're a gamer, you know that term Loot. Yep. Okay. Uh, and the idea really is if you look at you know traditional crypto projects like a Bitcoin, uh, you've got these principles uh, that you see, like work is done, right? The GPU mining, yep. value is created. Okay, really kind of dumb it down and, and kind of keep it simple. Yep. Looking at the game market, explosive growth. Okay, $115 billion this year, I think, Jesus. according to Nuzu. And I think about this stuff all the time because it's the business that we're in. What would happen if every gamer in the world stopped playing video games? That market value would drop to zero. Yeah. Right? So what this tells us is that there's an intrinsic value in, in the work or effort or activity of, of players playing video games. So really the, the project is sort of focused around measuring and capturing that value and tokenizing it, which is an answer to, you know, we don't necessarily need the advertiser value coming in. We don't necessarily need the users to pay entry fees if we capture that value correctly. So do people need to own the token, say, to participate in the games to acquire the points? No, not with our new system. Okay. So with our new system, on our eSports platform, we developed this uh, rather sort of intricate mathematical model for tracking player skill. You've got thousands of players coming together, and they're all competing against each other. Yep. And we have to kind of put them into buckets. If you imagine like a histogram yep. on a graph. Yep. Uh, and you know, thinking about that's not necessarily too hard, but when you get into the math of it, it starts to get pretty complicated. Yep. Um, and what we realized is that we essentially had a mining algorithm. Right? right, And we call this mining algorithm proof of skill, which yep. is yep. sort of a, a proof of work I get it. Yep. Uh, algorithm, but, but this is sort of how we can measure that value that already exists in the game industry is, is with this model that we've created. So we can turn that into you know, token creation. But well, it's, uh, it's totally fascinating for me because like, like I said at the start, you know, we've got crypto that's one of the fastest growing, or you know, blockchain, which is the fastest growing industries in, tech, in the tech world and the world full stop. And then you've got gaming, which I've recently been introduced to gaming through some friends that are in the crypto space as well yeah. that are also into gaming. And, and the sort of size of the esports, and I watch documentaries in Korea, sure. and it's, I mean, it's huge. It's right. absolutely insane. Combining the two together, I mean, how have you still just got one head that hasn't exploded? I know. <laughs> Since we've started talking with folks about the project, we've gotten a lot of interest. Yeah. Um, and one of our main initiatives right now is signing up third-party publishers. Yes. Uh, we have our own platform, of course, and it has around 800,000 active monthly users, which I think is a pretty good footprint to start with. Um, but we also want to pull in third-party publishers uh, to, to increase the footprint, but also because that's what makes our network decentralized. Yeah, yeah. Every publisher on this network runs a node right. when they turn this, this on inside of their game. Uh, so it is a native token in that sense. So it, it, it's not 
uh, specific to one game. It can be adjusted for different models or different uh, online participation yep. gaming. That's what's great, is because uh, we're basically tracking player performance against each other. Yeah. This could fit in tic-tac-toe, yep. and this could fit in World of Warcraft, and it could fit in League of Legends, it could fit in an NBA game, it wow. could fit in anything, because it's not about the scoring system in the game, it's about ranking the players. So you could, so let's say that I, I'm a terrible gamer, because yep. I am. Yeah. All right. I hey, jump so, in. Honestly, so <laughs> Be good at what you're good at, right? Yeah. So I jump on, I open up, I start playing, I don't know, a video game of some sort or a computer, yeah. whatever, whatever it may be. You know, I can't even talk the same language, mate. But, you know, I, I, I'm very new, I'm very bad. Am I going to be teamed up against some gun or the system stops that from occurring and you play like for like so that this individual who's good gets to match up against somebody who is also at their same level, therefore having a better game and user experience. Yep. And as they often say, you know, if you want to play better tennis, play tennis with somebody better than you. That's right. It helps them to increase their ranking. Is that the sort of general idea? It's a good question. So when we created our esports platform, we didn't want to go that direction because matchmaking algorithms are a rabbit hole when you start thinking about uh, okay. development. Yep. The most commonly used matchmaking algorithm uh, is one called ELO, which is the chess ranking system. Okay. And a lot of the more popular video game companies today have uh, systems that are based on ELO, but have become proprietary because of all of the changes that they've made. That said, we didn't want to go down that road. Yep. What we did instead is there's constantly a community tournament happening behind the scenes where players aren't necessarily matched against each other. They're always competing against the community average. Ah, okay. So if there's a third-party game that's based on PvP, we don't get in the way of whatever their system P PvP? is. PvP? PvP is player versus player, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, got it, thank so, you. Too thank much you. game lingo. <laughs> so yeah, like in esports, you have these teams that play against each other, and the game companies behind them have specific matchmaking algorithms already in place, yep. and we're not going to take the place of that. We're a separate sort of parallel system that tracks team or player skill against this broader community average over time, uh, that works with essentially any game. Uh, so the matchmaking isn't really an issue. It's not an issue. Yeah. And, and where, where are you up to? I mean, did you do an ICO? Have you done public raising? Have you doing private raising? I mean, yep. where is the project? You said you had 800,000 active users. Yeah. Um, obviously, that means that you've got something that's actually working. But wh where are you in your, you know, the vision of what you want to achieve? A, what is the complete vision? Sure. And B, whereabouts are you on that pathway to yep. that? From a development perspective, uh, we have a rough prototype of a blockchain running in the background on taprivals.com. The points that are generated on that system right now are not cryptocurrency, they're virtual points. Um, we're basically taking this test bed uh, and building out the full decentralized solution, which we hope to have ready around Q1 of 2019. Uh, this is decentralized with yep. third-party publishers, you know, the whole big picture. Uh, from the perspective of raising money, right now we don't have any plans for an ICO. We're not having an ICO. We're in the United States, the re regulatory environment's too crazy, we don't wanna go down that path. Uh, we have a business that's been operating and making money for three or four years, so we have capital. Yep, okay. Um, we did do a private equity round, I think about six months ago, which went well, um, to kind of give us a boost for this project. Uh, but outside of that, we don't have any, any plans for raising. And is there a huge amount of interest? I mean, when we talk about capital raising, of course, when we use the group raising, or, you know, doing an ICO or something like that, yeah. you know, going to the community, uh, there's different levels of interest at that level, sure. depending on some, sometimes very insignificant things. I, I personally think where people don't look at the right areas of the business, they look at the wrong That's areas of the business. That's yeah. right. Uh, but from a perspective of, uh, you know, private raising, the gaming industry, I think most people that have been around for more than you know a little while understand that this is a hugely uh, you know, booming economy right now. Yeah. Did you find it pretty easy to get the capital given your background and given the, the vision that you've got yeah. and also you've got gaming and you've got blockchain 
together? I mean, was it just like... Well, we have a business with revenue. We have gaming. We have blockchain. And you're right. I have a background and I've delivered before. So yep. raising capital wasn't too tough. Yeah, yeah. It just seems I like... I already a, have a network of guys. Of course. You know, so you yeah. just pick up the phone and say, this is what we're doing. And so you execute this flawlessly. You make it work out and you, know, you, you create the vision that you've set out. Yep. What exactly does that look like? I would like to see uh, a number of large third-party game publishers leveraging our system. Um, it's going to take as much or more time for that business development effort to happen. Right now, you'll see some game coins in the space, uh, and they're associated with some large names. But from what I understand, uh, the uh, crypto projects are basically programming into open APIs. Uh, and basically what that means is a game company opens up you know, parts of their server and parts of their functionality to the public, right? Yep. So if you want to use those solutions, you have, to use, you have to run the client that's associated with that third-party crypto project. We're going to do that too. Okay. Really the main goal though is just to get this natively inside the game. So as a player, you don't have to run our third-party client. The publisher's running a, a, a node on the network, and as a result, our, our crypto is just populating inside of the game while you play seamlessly. Yep. So I'd love to see that happen. Um, we've already got some deals that we've signed that we're going to announce, I think, probably in the next week or so. Um, and that's really exciting to, to kind of get buy-in from third-party publishers in the space. Uh, but that's that's the grand vision. And is the token listed? Are you there yet? Or are you still a little way off from actually bringing Not it listed. out? Not yeah. listed yet? Yeah. Q1 2019 is the goal. Q1 for, 2019. For the, for the, I would call it a public release. A public release, yeah. yeah. Not necessarily it a needs public to, there needs to be something there for everybody to be able to get involved, right? Of course. It's a little while away. Yeah. So sounds fascinating. I mean, a lot going on in the background. Uh, a lot of your experience in the right place at the right time. Your Thank team, you. I mean, how, how big is your team at the moment? Is it just a relatively small operation? I mean, you've got some big numbers and you've got some yeah. big visions. Yeah. Have you got a big team to go no, with? We that? don't need a big team. No, you've got a tiger right. team of uh, less than 10 Tiger people. team, I yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, so my, the, basically the way I've always run Signal Zero is I focus on hiring full-time engineers uh, in our office in Berkeley, California. Yep. Uh, and almost our whole full-time full staff is engineering team. Uh, then if we need PR or if we need business development or if we need any of these third-party things, uh, I pull them in as like strategic partnerships or contractors. So our actual full-time employee footprint, I think, is like eight guys right now. Yep. But if you look at the whole team and, and all the sort sort of like outsourced companies that we're working with, it's probably closer to 35 people. Okay. Yeah. So look, final question because I think it's a fascinating one, and we had a brief chat about it before. You've been through the internet boom. You, you've been through oh, yeah. the beginning of the gaming boom, and you've been hands-on throughout both of these periods of time. You've actually lived through the most fascinating, explosive markets of our generation. Yeah. yeah. So you've you've been with them. The with last your hands. 20 years have been fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon well placed. Um, and now you're you're at the face, what the coal face once again. Where are we, when you look at what happened through the internet through gaming, um, yeah. and you look at where we are with crypto, yeah. I mean, where do you see, obviously you've seen the, the, the beginning of those industries, the explosion of those industries, and sure. then the subsequent you know, annihilation for a period, yep. and then they climb back again. Yeah. So where do you think we are with, with blockchain technologies, crypto assets, uh, and this industry right now? Yeah, I think it's a great question. And I always kind of remember this old movie uh, from when I was a kid called War Games with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> And you see this kid kind of like typing on his computer and the phone's dialing the modems. Yep. That was 1983, okay? The internet really started to proliferate in 1993, 1994, when services like Prodigy and AOL um, were, were open to sort of everyone. Uh, and I think that's kind of where we are right now uh, with blockchain. Really, you know, grandma's starting to talk about it. You know, what are Bitcoins? Should I buy them? Um, and people are starting to understand what this is. At the same time, you still have some scammy stuff going on, which if you remember back in 1993 or 1994, there was a lot of kind yeah, of weird yeah, yeah. 
weird scammy stuff yep. on the internet, right? But I think that we're definitely moving in that sort of same asymptotic curve of, of growth and proliferation that we saw uh, with the internet in the yep. 90s. Uh, and I think that eventually, you know, almost everything's gonna happen on, on some kind of blockchain tech, whether it's social media, grocery shopping, you know, buying plane tickets, it's gonna be everywhere. So yeah. we're in 993 or the year 2000? Right now? Right now. I would say internet. I would say 94, maybe 95 at the latest. Okay, Not good. 2000 yet. Good. We're happy yeah. with that. So, Tobias, where would the viewers and listeners find more about you, your project, and uh, to plug into what you're doing? Yeah, so two websites. Uh, the first one is lootforge.com, uh, and the second one where you can play games right now in the esports platform is called taprivals.com. Tobias, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so Thank much you for being on much. the show. I appreciate yep. your time and good luck with your job and business going yep. forward. Thank you very much. Take care. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out tradercobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.